Well, look who we have back on the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the superstar, female V, among many other incredible characters over the years, Jeremy Lee. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for inviting me back. It's so much fun to get to see you again. Ah, uh, well, stop, top of the show, I want to say thank you because you're actually my ninth ever guest on this show, and now we've had over 175 uh, actors. Wow. So I just want to say thank you very much for um Thank for you. I mean, how is that possible? It was just yesterday that we spoke, right? So you've just been working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's nearly two or three years, actually. Believe it, it or been. not. It has flies. been a while. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> you weren't working on Phantom Liberty when we last spoke, were you? No, no. Uh, I think um, when we last spoke, it was shortly after um, the main game came out. And then we had about, man, it might have been six, eight months, maybe a year before we started working on Phantom Liberty. Wow. So a lot's happened since then. So firstly, yeah. congratulations, new mother. How's that been? Thank How's your you. life changed? Uh, it's changed in every possible way. Um, it's been great. She's lovely. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it definitely, you just have, you used to have recording sessions and jump in a car and go. I was telling my husband yesterday. Now there's like, we got to make sure we have the diaper bag. we got to make sure that she's been fed, that she's going to be in a good way, a, a good place when we're driving around to get things done. How do we get all that stuff navigated? Like, do I wear her uh, in like a carrier? Do I take her in a stroller? Who's going to watch her if I have to record? So it's all these fun things that we have to navigate. But um, it's, yeah, it, there's nothing like it. It's an absolute blessing. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I adore her and I'm obsessed with her. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What are you going to do if your husband, because I know he's a big Pokemon fan. What are you going to do if he gets her into it? You're going to have a house full of pokey nerds. You know, that's totally fine. Um, I don't know if I had been working on it at the time when we last spoke, but I was on um, the, not the newest season of Pokemon, but the last season with Ash. So I voiced uh, Chloe, I voiced a human character, and I got to voice uh, Grookey. So I got to, at the very end of spending time with Ash, be one of last, Ash's last, last companions. Wow. Ash's last companions. That's tough. And I got to be uh, a Pokemon in that season for uh, a pretty good bit of episodes. So if they if they all go on a, a Pokemon adventure, I guess <laughs> that's all well and good, as long as they catch a Grookey while they're out. What's that voice? Have you... Um. I don't know if I'm allowed to do it. Oh, okay. That's uh, but right. But it's a, uh, we, it was funny that we had to navigate when I was finding out how to do Pokemon voices. Um, there's all these legalities with the Pokemon and what you can do and what you can and cannot say. Um, but I know that when they were helping me find the voice to audition for it, um, you think of the character's name. So for this one, it's Grookey. What does it look like? It's a lime green little monkey. So what sounds do monkeys make? And how can you only make sounds that might come from a monkey while saying only the syllables in Grookey's name? So uh, <laughs> if you were to be a Pokemon, Dan, uh, we would be like, what would you want to look like and sound like? And you can only say the syllables that can come from Dan It's a very and specific uh, type of work. It's a it? weird little <laughs> acting exercise, right? <laughs> uh, but it would have been fun for sure. So <laughs> yes. How's yes, your absolutely. life changed um, since the role of V? Man, uh, 
Gosh, that was also when I found out that I got cast in this game initially. Um, I spent, I think I told you in the last interview, most of the time recording being terrified I was going to get fired. And then once we're working on a DLC, it's a completely different fear um, because people had loved the character and loved the game so much. So now it's not a fear of, am I going to get fired, but am I going to live up to what people enjoyed from the previous game? So now you're not competing with yourself, but you're constantly comparing yourself to what you did before. And in that case, it was, you know, um, probably a year and a half, maybe two years ago uh, that we were working on it. And you're in a completely different place as a human being and as an actor. And so try to, to capture that magic in a bottle that was two years ago and bring it back. Um, thankfully, uh, the team is fantastic and the other actors are fantastic. So you kind of just get to relax into it. And that's what I love about being an actor. I'm a pretty anxious person um wanting to be perfect at everything all the time and i feel like everybody a lot of people can relate to that um and the great thing about being an actor is yes you can have all those fears and yes you can have all those concerns but really once you step into the booth or step into the in, into the set on in the scene um you have to let all of that go and just be present and listen to the other person and really connect with the story and get lost in the story and what was so great about the phantom liberty uh, story is it's so good and uh the other people that I got to act opposite of are so incredibly talented that it was easy to just let any uh insecurities that I had about myself and my performance go and just live in the world with them and it kind of felt like going back home to uh, Night City which was really nice um it it's changed in the sense that I I've never thought that I would get to to play a character like V or such a I mean, a, a big game and a big title that so many people love and connect with. Um, so it's been really great to get to see how many people on such a larger scale uh, respond to the material and respond to the characters. Um, I haven't gotten to do as much traveling this year getting to meet people, but I always love to get to see people in cosplay and hear how they connect with the with the game. Um, I know with Phantom Liberty, it feels like the response to cyberpunk has grown even more, um, which has been really great. Uh, Cause I always love hearing what people connect with most about the story, what path they took, how they played the game. Um, and people will come up to me and say like, oh, I, I played as Male V. That's great. I want to know your story. I love Gavin. I think he did a fantastic job and I really love uh, that CDPR allowed both of us to like connect with the characters in our own way and, and play the character the way we saw. And it was never like a Jeremy's doing this, Gavin's doing this. We want more of the other. They would say, you guys, we hired you to play these characters. You play the characters the way you see fit. So I love when people play as Gavin and play as me and then tell me what they, what they really vibed with about his performance and what they vibed with about my performance. I think it's great. So have you played Phantom Liberty? I haven't played Phantom Liberty yet. It came out, uh, it came out, man, I think like two weeks before, two or three weeks before my baby was born. I'm going to start, I was like, I'm going to start playing it. Um, and I was like, no, my back really hurts. My hips really hurt. I am not going to enjoy this. And then once she got here, uh, I was like, I don't know if it's going to work, like holding a baby and playing with, you know, we'll, we'll navigate it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten to play just yet, but I'm, I'm excited to when that time comes. I tell you what, it's phenomenal. As you said, one of the best stories Yay. of this year. It's like a oh my god, it's like James Bond kind of. Absolutely, it's just there's so much going on now. I just had Minji on, who plays. Um, <gasps> Isn't yeah. she the best? Fantastic. 
Now, is it I true so she much. made you cry? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so many times. <laughs> oh, so, so it wasn't just times. once. <laughs> no, there wasn't just one. Um, the, actually, I believe there was, an, there was a moment while we were recording near the end um, uh, of recording, and there's a scene with Minji and I, and I can't remember which one it was because it's happened a couple of times, mm. um, where uh, Somi says something, and the way she says it, I was like just voice cracked, falling apart. And uh, they told me in the booth, they're like, you can't get that emotional yet. I was like, I'm sorry. Do you hear her? Do you hear this performance? How do you not fall apart? Um, so they were like, rein it in a little bit. And like, then you can really let go and uh, and get more emotional later on. So yeah, no, her performance is fantastic. And Idris Elba, I mean, what an embarrassment of riches that I got to to work on this game and get to work with Keanu Reeves's voice and Idris's voice and their performances are incredible. Um, yeah, I definitely, when they, when they told me, so this character is going to be played by Idris Elba, I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And then they played him. I was like, no way. This is such a gift. My gosh, how did I get so fortunate? But yeah, I mean, all of the, the performances are just incredible. I think I said to you last time, if I was you, I'd go around saying, yeah, I just got off a gig with Idris and, and Keanu. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, why not? I think everybody who knows me knows that if I if I saw if I saw Keanu and if I saw Idris and if I had to work with them in person, there would be probably like a <laughs> ten to fifteen minute moment where I just like I'm in my head, my inner monologue is like I'm talking to them, I'm, I'm staring at them right in the face, I've seen them and everything, and I'm such a huge fan, and now we're working together, and I got to remember my lines. <laughs> Um, so it was probably great that they weren't there in person because I'm such a huge fan. And I mean, once you see what they delivered in this game, you can see why I'm such a huge fan because they're fantastic. I know you haven't met Keanu. What if you did meet him? What would you ask him? Gosh, I think my one of I'm such a fan of his work, of course. Um, but one of the things that I'm most impressed with with Keanu is just who he is as a human being. So. I've read so many things about what's gone on in his life and the fact that he's able to stay so positive, um, so compassionate and empathetic and looking for ways to help other people. I would probably ask him a question about like, how in the world do I capture that sense of uh, selflessness and, um, and compassion and, and, and purpose to give back to uh, the world, despite when things seem to be so heavy and so dark, because I think he is just, He's such a, an example of of that, and every time I've talked to anybody who has worked with him and known him, um, has said he is as good of a human being as you've heard, and then some. So that would probably be what I would would ask him about because I'm, I mean, look, his work is incredible, but I think just seeing what somebody is as a human being um, that comes through the work. And I think that's why so many people love the work that he does is they can feel that heart and that compassion that is just him. I kind of feel like the same could be said about you, uh, especially, oh, <laughs> especially in this role. And I feel like you really stepped it up for Phantom Liberty. Do you feel like oh you stepped gosh, it up? Oh, my gosh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. No, my pleasure. Do you think you stepped it up yourself? Man, I, I wanted to. Um, <laughs> I... I I, I hope I hope that people enjoyed it and thought so. Um, but yeah, every day that I came in, um, and then I would hear the performances that other people were giving. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta step <laughs> it up. This is, the, they're so good. Um, so yeah, I. But again, it's like 
once you get in there and you start saying the lines, you forget everything else. You just want to be present in the story. And it's so easy to get lost in the story. And then you don't want to leave. Like four hours of the session would just fly by and they're like, that's it for today. I'm like, well, then can you tell me what happens next? They're like, we don't have those uh, lines yet. I was like, you got to, I got to wait. I got to wait two days or I got to wait a week. This is impossible. But at least when you guys play, it's always there and it's done. I had to like, wait. Yeah, it's phenomenal storytelling. They've just nailed it. And the uh, you know what scene I really loved? There's Obviously, there's a lot of emotional scenes that they're fantastic and the endings are very dark, some of them. But yeah. the uh, the roulette table scene with the twins and that, I mean, that was – I absolutely <laughs> love that sort of feeling each other out and just – Yep. How was that for you? Oh, it's so, it's so well written. Um and there's so many different options. So it was so great to get to record those scenes and not knowing what the player is going to choose. So we'd be recording all these going, oh, I hope they get this line. Oh, wait, I hope they get this line. And then you have to go, okay, well, they might not get either of those lines. So how do we keep this momentum of this scene going? Because it is so much of a, like you said, feeling feeling them out and trying to figure all this out without giving away too much. Um, and so it's a nice little dance that we're doing while we're recording. But the lines are so good. That whole that whole scene, once you get to that, uh, that party, um, mm. where there's like a, this subtext and this undercurrent of we cannot screw this up or we're going to be in such trouble, but then there's so much fun. Uh, and you can feel that V is just like having a blast and like, like n- picking at people and trying to figure out all this stuff. And so it's a, it was a really talk about playing like multiple emotions and, and, um, multiple scenes at once and then you know there's a, a scene with so me that some people might have gotten and some may have depending on the choices that they uh made of how so me responds to v and what they what oh, their yeah. background has been and so yeah. that scene is really different depending on how you've played the game thus far which was really fun to get to navigate i mean it's sort of like picking out presents for people for the holidays you're like i wonder if a player is going <laughs> to get this or i wonder if a player is going to get this and making sure that everything is packaged so well that it's a really fun experience for everybody but that that was such a blast to get to work on do they give you direction on as you said that you can tell that v's having fun but also the seriousness of it and yeah is, is that a direction they give you or is that you or what is that um, I, sometimes it is. I mean, there will, I think so much of the writing that they do, uh, is so every all the emotional stuff is written into the lines and you can hear like, okay, this is a fun line. This is where I get to be sarcastic. This is where I get to really like poke at somebody, um, which is a lot of fun. Uh, but I, I also know that we have to do this dance sometimes. So there have been times where they'll give me direction and say, so you don't see this yet, but we need to have this moment play here because tomorrow when we come back in, we're working on a scene where this is going to, uh, this is going to be a, a bigger, so it's sort of there, they'll let me live in the moment. And that's sort of what comes from what I'm giving. And then if there's some context that I don't have, they'll say, so by the way, we're just going to give you a little bit extra. And then they'll see what I do with that. And if that's the right direction, cool. If not, they'll kind of redirect me uh, down a different path and let me know how things are going to be affected later on. So the direction, I was so very fortunate working with Pierce and the rest of the team uh, with CD Projekt Red because they, uh, they know a little bit more than I do. Um, as I'm just reading the lines, I don't get the script ahead of time as it would be 
a massive script. I don't even know how they would send it to me. Um, (laughs) But uh, we just find it line by line. So Mm. since the writing is so good, it's easy for me to just get lost in line by line and play the scene and just have fun in the moment. Um, But if they'll say, so in uh, in tomorrow's (laughs) session or in next week's session, we're going to be working on this. So just keep that in the, in the back of your mind so that we can have kind of that foreshadowing there. Or sometimes they won't tell me that at all because they want me to be surprised when we get there. And uh, so that's really nice to have people that are so collaborative and so open and they really want me to play the character the way that I instinctively would. So they're, they're pretty hands-off unless they need to like kind of, guide me down a, a little path where we need to get to a certain place. Is it satisfying for you now knowing that the game is in such a great state, knowing that, you know, there was a lot of bugs at the start, but now it is very well loved overall. Yes. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. And I had, a, I had a couple of people uh, tell me that, you know, don't worry about it. This is just kind of how games go. And, and every game has um, kind of like a, a, a learning curve that it has to go through. There's always things that are going to be adjusted and uh, fixed along the way. Um, And I think what was so tricky with this game is it had so much hype for so long that people expected perfection early on, but people don't expect perfection from any game like at the start. They might hope that it is, but they're a little more understanding. But when you've waited for something for so, 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 so long, it's hard to kind of have that understanding um but i for my experience um i knew that a lot of people were uh had expressed some frustrations or expressed things like that with the new technology that had never been done before and figuring out all of that stuff in my experience everyone had been so so kind um and if they would say like oh i was dealing with some lag or i was dealing with some issues like that they said but the story and these characters and the performances like i love the game and so while they might have expressed a little bit of frustration, they were still overwhelmingly positive and really, really kind. Um, and I that's what I love about the fan base for Cyberpunk is Night City is such a dark world and it's so aggressive, but I have Why not met so cool? anybody. <laughs> I haven't yeah. met anybody who's been yeah. so kind, who's been anything other than so, so kind and so loving and really like the people that have played cyberpunk want to come up and have like these really deep conversations with me. And I'm like, my gosh, the cyberpunk fan base is like very in touch with their emotions and very intelligent. And they have all of these like wise experiences that they want to share with me about the game. It's like so cool to get to have these fun conversations with people, uh, which I really, really appreciate. And I've really appreciated all the support online that everybody's loving these characters. And uh, people had said, I'm going to wait until the DLC comes out. And then once they played the DLC, they were like, oh my gosh, I can't stop playing this game. I'm obsessed. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled that people are enjoying it. I'm thrilled that people have been enjoying it since the beginning, if they were able to, or if they wanted to wait, that they're finally jumped in and are checking it out. But yeah, it is, it is absolutely rewarding because when we were working on it, we knew it was something special from the beginning. And so now for everybody to, uh, say nothing but how special it is is really really cool when you see that box art with female v plastered right at the front even with the the new edition do you see yourself in her no i mean i <laughs> I, I i know that it's my character but that's what's so interesting about um uh about voicing video games and animated characters um is i know 
consciously that that's my character um, and that I worked on this project, but I don't see myself at all. I am so proud. Like I would look at it as like, I'm proud of like a sibling or a friend. Um, but I don't think of that as myself just because um, it doesn't look like me. It doesn't sound like me. It isn't me. Um, but even when I've done on camera things, when I'm watching the project, I'm not watching it at, and being like, oh my gosh, look at me. That's I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I'm actually watching it like, oh my gosh, that was not a great way to say that line. Or I don't really like how your hair looks here. So it's fantastic when it's a video game and an animated character. I don't pick it apart because I I just enjoy the experience because it it doesn't look like me and it doesn't sound like me. So it it's easy to just kind of get to watch it objectively and then relive it um, and go, oh, that was a funny moment from when we were recording and then be reminded of all these stories. So it's probably good that I don't see myself uh, otherwise, I might be a little insecure about it. People don't understand how hard it is to be a playable character, I feel like. Because obviously, you're never seeing the face, you're never seeing the emotion. Sure. So you've just got the voice to work with. So from your perspective, let's say, because I think they're working on the next cyberpunk, right? So or they, they've decided, I think CD Projekt Red has said they're going to do another cyberpunk. So let's say V doesn't return, there's a new actor taking on the playable role. What would your advice be to them? With an opportunity like this, with a game of this size, with such a cinematic story and such great characters to play opposite of, while they don't see my face and it's just my voice, I've never gone through a session playing the scene that they aren't. So I'm trying to be in the scene acting as much as I can. Obviously, I can't move around. I can't move from the the microphone. Um, but I feel like I'm living the game. I feel like I'm going through these experiences. And I think when a lot of actors say, especially if they've come from a theater background or a film background, and they go, oh, I'm just going to do voiceover. And I'm going to show up in my pajamas. And I'm going to sit back and <laughs> chill. And I'm just going to yeah. say the lines. Um, I feel like you can hear that the performance feels a little less alive because you can feel that they just like rolled out of bed, sat in a chair and said the lines. And that's not true for everybody, but I've heard some people no. say that. And I'm always yeah. like, Oh man, I, I, I guess I'm not that great of an actor. Like I have to be in it and alert and, and feeling like I'm in the scene rather than sitting back because when you're sitting back, you, you're, it feels more like an, uh, you're an observer of the situation rather than being in it. And even though they can't see you, I think it's important to have the energy that you're going into these situations, that you're interacting with these people, that if I were to step into the the wardrobe and onto the set, that I would deliver the same performance if you could see my face and as opposed to if you're in the booth. People have joked with me and said, when I uh, am playing a character on camera or just in voiceover, I start like dressing similar to the character. Uh, when I've played characters like V or um, A2 from Nier, um, I wear a lot of black as the sessions go on. Like my wardrobe is just all black. Is all that the subconsciously time. or what, what? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, although I did tell my husband the other day, uh, I guess it must be subconscious. I had dressed my daughter. And um, then I went and got dressed and the color that I had picked out for her, I accidentally picked out the color for myself just because oh. I had been like mentally <laughs> prepped for that color. So yeah. I don't know if it's just like spending so much time with these characters, you kind of like 
start to dress like them. It's like, I guess, you know, like when you're dating someone or like with me, you have a new daughter and you like start dressing like that person or you're around them so much, you're picking up parts of their uh, personality. And I also think it's just because like that's for four to eight hours a day, that's the world I'm living in. So that's what I want to wear the next day because that's what my life has looked like. Um, So I think it is subconscious, but it is a funny thing that has happened, at least for me, that I start kind of like, uh, integrating little bits of their, uh, I guess their personality or their character into me and what I'm wearing while I'm working on it, which is a weird thing. Would you say the biggest thing between you two is the heart, like the connection? Is that how you found the connection, the heart yeah. and the fight? Yeah, that that was one of the things that from the audition um, with the, uh, uh, we had a scene with Vic, Victor and that I loved so much Um I could feel her heart. I could feel in the stakes being so high about where her health was going to be, what her life was going to look like, or his life was going to look like. Um, I think that's, that's the, the through line for both Gavin and I is the, the, the love and the, the, I guess the, the fight for, their life, their, the passion for their life or for the people around them and the fight to protect the people around them. And I think that's what makes people connect with V. I have a lot of friends that say like, oh, I'm, I'm a loner. I don't need anybody. I'm not, but for the people that they love, they fight for them and, and that they can see that in V. Like V's very tough. V has been through a lot. Um, but you get down to that heart and you strip it all back and it's so vulnerable and it's so raw and you just can't help but love the character. And I think people that play that also see that in themselves. We all have our guard up for certain aspects of our lives, but for the people that we love or the things that we love, there's nothing that we wouldn't do. And that's what people connect with, with the character. Uh, it's certainly what I connected with, with the story and the character. Is there a definitive ending for you now? With um... No. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why people have asked if I've finished the main game playthrough and I can't finish it because I can't pick an ending. Um, so as I'm going through the game, I'm like, oh, if I make this choice, then I'm like, oh, I can't. People are like, just play it over again. I'm like, but your first playthrough, especially where I know where it's going, I will never get my first playthrough finished all over again. So I'm like, I don't know which ending I'm going to pick. I don't know which ending I'm going to do. Uh, so that's that's so hard. Do you have a definitive ending? Well, the ending? ending with Johnny is so depressing. I nearly cried. Where he, um, where that's it for him. I mean... Jeez, that was well done. Those that scene. I loved oh. that was one of my favorite things to get to work on during the the main game. And of course, you can't talk about it because it's one of the endings. But like, it was such a great actor's challenge, um, and also so rewarding to have Keanu's performance, Gavin's performance, and they have to match like perfectly. They had to match timing wise, almost exactly the same. But also finding a way to kind of harmonize with uh with both of them um and not lose my version of V, but also honor and keep the timing keep and it really was like finding a harmony with the three of them um and when it clicked and it worked we were like oh that sounds so cool and you're never going to get an experience like that as an actor working on that trying to find timing but not losing your integrity of performance it was such a great experience and such a cool exercise solomon reed or songbird who are you who are you taking no who are, who are you siding with at the end Jeremy oh no <laughs> oh you can't do that to me you can't do that to me although you know if I if I 
if I picked either one that I picked, um, maybe Minji would show up or Idris would show up at my house and be like, hands on hips. Why didn't you pick me? Um, and that would be the way that I would get to meet both of them. So maybe I just say like, whoever I get to meet, uh, whoever I get to meet first, that's the person I'll align with. Um, I don't know. God, that's so hard. There were days that I recorded where I would say like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely with Reed. And then there were other days I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'm with so me. And I think most of the time I aligned with um, Somi, um, but then there were a couple moments where I was like, oh man, <laughs> Reed's been through a lot. And I do think that he's uh, got my back. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I hate to, I hate to make choices. I really do. God, it's so hard. So and with their performances, they're so convincing <laughs> either way. Who did you pick? I had to go with Songbird. I had to go with in the end I'm, and i love idris i live i thought oh my God, at the start i was i'm i'm going with this guy 100 and then really yeah and then she won me over as it went on yeah yeah i couldn't bring myself i think, to I do think it. that's ultimately what i would do um and that's why it that's why it just destroyed me so much while we were recording because i love love songbird and i love what minji did um so yeah, I think that's what I would have to do. Although uh, I get pretty, uh, it ripped me apart uh, the times that I couldn't choose Songbird. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you've played out every scenario. I keep forgetting. That. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm emotionally destroyed either way. So, <laughs> how would um, how would Jeremy go in Night City? Do you think? Oh, like how would I fare in Night City? Yeah, not well at all. <laughs> Um, I, I started, I started playing through the game when it first came out and, uh, my husband was like, we're not going to get through this game very quickly at all. If you keep playing the game this way, I wanted to like check with every homeless person and if they needed money, see what I had to give them and like, you know, just interact with all of the NPCs. And, and he was like, that guy is going to kill you. I was like, he wouldn't do that. He's like, I think he might. Um, so I would not do well at all. Um, but it would be it would be a fun, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's a good spinoff is like, you know, a very different kind of character in Night City who's like very, very much Pollyanna in Night City. That's probably what I would do. It'd be a fun, it would be a fun experience. Have you seen Adrenas, by the way? I have. I have not finished it, but I've uh, I've seen probably the first five episodes, and then I was getting really busy uh, recording and filming. Uh, I was filming a TV show at the same time as I was right getting to that point, and I was like, man, I'm going to have to watch these three episodes like back to back to back, so I need to make sure that I have enough time. So I have stopped at five waiting uh to binge watch the next three i could do that today actually during uh baby's nap <laughs> and then i'll leave you with this jeremy thanks again for for giving up some time i really appreciate it oh my gosh um, thanks for having me it's such a pleasure is there anything you want to say to the fans and also if this was it for v for your portrayal as v would you be satisfied Man, it, if this were it for V, I would be so sad to see her go because I I love I love the character, I love the team, I love the game so much. So it would be so hard to say goodbye. Um, but during the uh, the main game, I I sort of when we knew we were getting to the end, I was like savoring every last moment 
And I was like, I feel very satisfied with this character. I feel very satisfied with the story. Um, and if I have to let her go, she's fought hard. Uh, she's shown how much she cares about people. Um, and I think she's made an impact. And that's one of my favorite lines from the game is I just want people to know that I was here, that I matter. Oh, that was a very um, profound line. One of my favorite lines in the mm. game. And I remember when I said it, I was like, this is, this is the line for me for V. Um, and I mean, the, what I would say to the fans is, is along the same lines. Uh, that was what V wanted. V wanted to create a legacy and wanted people to remember V in this world and wanted to be a legend. And uh, I think that, if this is the end that we've definitely done that um, for this character and we can, you know, let her walk off into the horizon, whatever that looks like. Um, but the, the way that I feel at peace is because of what the fans have given to me. Um, the way that I know that she has made an impact, that she was here, that she mattered is because I have gotten to interact with all these fans that have told me about, how this game was there for them when they were dealing with whatever they were dealing with in their life. And then they tell me about how this game helped them or how they connected with this character. And um, I'm like, this is how I know this character matters because I've met this person and their experience matters. And they shared it with me and we had this amazing connection. So this character has allowed me to connect with people that I never would have thought that I would know or share experiences with. Um, and so I'm so, so grateful to the fans for playing this game and not just playing the game, but really putting their whole heart and soul into it while they experience this and allowing it to affect them. Um, and then for them to be affected by it and then to be like brave and, uh, uh, you know, empathetic enough to come share that with me and be vulnerable enough to share that with me is such a gift. So uh, the only thing that I can say to the fans and to CD Project Red and to the rest of the team is just thank you. And that would be what I would say to V as well. Is thank you for letting me go on this journey with you um, and for and for sharing this with me. I kind of just got goosebumps then when you were talking. That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Jeremy. Really appreciate it. I want to say on behalf of all the, you know, the fans, we absolutely love the performance and you did a phenomenal job and we really appreciate all your work. Oh, thank you so much. Make sure to follow Jeremy everywhere, guys. And do you have anything else you want to plug? I'm losing my voice. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, no worries. Uh, I, I have some stuff coming out, but I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. So as soon as I am able to share, I will post it on uh, on social media, on Twitter at Jeremy Lee uh, or X at Jeremy Lee, whatever it is that we <laughs> know, it, know of it as. Uh, Instagram at CLK star and I'm rarely on TikTok, but I think it's Jeremy underscore Lee on TikTok as well. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for taking some time. Thank Look forward you. to doing it again. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure.